I'm sorry I ruined your New Year's Eve party, Lieutenant Diane. She tastes like cigarettes. Welcome to Epi 44 of the Just Chirpin' Podcast. We are back in the studio where it's nice and warm. Thank God! You ain't joking. I'm not gonna lie, it is uh, kind of nice to be warm today. Man, my feet are freezing though. I forgot my house shoes for Chris's, so I don't have my warm slippers on. I didn't bring my slippers either, and I stepped in someone's wet little pile of stuff right at the door, and I'm not going to lie, it's going to bug me. It's like that chunk of mm-hmm. food that's stuck in your teeth, and you can't get it out. I'm going to be messing with it all day. It was definitely Brent's. It was me. If it was the back door, it was me. Yeah, because his shoes are backwards. I always definitely leave a wet spot by the back door. <laughs> so, At least your house broken. <laughs> <laughs> Go do that outside. <laughs> Before we kick off the what's what, boys, um, I just want to take a minute to address the listeners. So, again, we did a uh, podcast last week outdoors at the rink. That would be uh, FTK Ice Center. Uh, We'd like to know what you guys thought about the audio. Uh, On our end, we didn't think it was too bad, Um, but maybe you guys could have some suggestions. Bad. Yeah, yeah. you guys always (laughs) good. You sounded like a damn sheep. Give us some suggestions. Holy oh, shit. Whether or not you Some enunciation it, cards. Whether Stay not, hot, Jay. I'll just wait till you, idiot, stop talking. <laughs> Stay hot. <laughs> okay. So, anywho's. Chirp, chirp. Um, yeah. So, let us know what you think. Also, uh, we also uh, have paid Eric Zane a handful of dollars to uh, promote us a little bit. So, if we do have some new listeners coming through, and maybe this is your first episode, uh, I just want to throw out a quick suggestion to stay maybe to say maybe stay on the more recent podcasts um, bef- before you go back to the beginning as we are new at this and only on episode 44. Some of our earlier stuff was probably not our best stuff. Uh, it's all gold. It's all it, it's the all content's gold. not terrible. But it's, it's all bad. It's, <laughs> it's all. Uh, <laughs> You know, the audio could be a little terrible. Hey, hey, we're, new. we're shining a turd here, guys. Yeah. We're getting better. Yeah. You know what? Maybe. Think about what we got in this room. Uh, we're surprised we've made it this far, really. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised you guys keep showing up. <laughs> You're at my house. I don't well, have a choice. Hold on. I was showing up every week because the beers were free. But once I found out the beers weren't free, I don't know how much longer you guys are going to have me here. Jay, they were never free. You just took our beers. Uh, Thief. It was an unwritten rule that if I had to drive to you, I didn't have to pay for my beer. But apparently that was Well, yeah, it was an unwritten rule only to you yeah, that you never shared with that's anyone. That's what I mean. Now so apparently kinda, he pissed down the front of his pants. Now I'm kind of pissed because I've been bringing my own beer for how long? The whole time. I thought you were an idiot. I was like, what an, what an idiot. What an idiot. So, well, let's jump into the what's what. Chris, what's new with you, bud? Just living my best vacation life right now. Took the week off between Christmas and New Year. For whatever reason, I've been getting up earlier than when I have work. So, it's been very strange. What do you I'm mean? doing like, like absolutely nothing. Oh, like seven. That's early. Yeah. Usually work week, it's like 7.55, run out here, grab the computer and start coffee. So, <laughs> but you know, just relaxing, got through Christmas, all that, had family over a couple days. So lots of fun there. You had all the family over? Uh, the ones that weren't scared of being around other people. I know, I so, get, yeah. I get you. So it was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You get anything that you would like, was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Thank you. know, kind of surprise gift, I guess. 
uh, I got some gloves and some socks. So when we're ready to go outside for another installment out at FTC, I'll be ready. <laughs> it's um, actually pronounced FTK. Oh, FTK. Yeah. It's a hard C. Oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Just, hey, can you keep on topic? <laughs> I'll try. Back to my gifts. My gifts. <laughs> Jay's so pissed. On the video, you can see Jay's face here. He's completely enthralled and amused. You're as red as these poinsettias behind oh. you, Jay. For the new listeners, we are going to be looking for some uh, new hosts pretty soon. <laughs> keep this shit up. Your skin's that thin, Jay? You can't handle it? I thought we're just chirping. Sure. sure. I got the thickest damn skin here, but you know, hey, there's three other guys at this table. It's just hidden by that beard. Uh beyond that, um, picked up some Lego sets. So the adult architecture ones. Looking nice. forward to getting into Legos. Haven't played with them in like twenty years. Might Maybe as well 30. start in mid thirties, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was a midlife crisis. Kaysen's Christmas poll. He's stealing yeah, Chris and Chris and Case got the same presents for Christmas. Legos, uh, you're gonna build my sets too. So perfect. You got the glue? No, I'm not gonna destroy them. Oh, you don't have a six year old? No. <laughs> well, Brent. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> so that was good. Did the beer just come out of your nose? Just about. <laughs> Holy wow! I, you know what? I had a, a busy week last week, uh, and. Uh, very long story short, you know, a lot of people, we didn't, maybe we touched on it, maybe we didn't. I'm not a super big fan of Christmas as is, you know, more of a Halloween guy. And, uh, pagan. Yeah. You dark side. So over the, you know, the couple of weeks prior to Christmas Eve, I've been talking with someone. I don't want to throw names out there, but looking for some reaction, what you guys think. You know what? I want to get something nice for my dad. Let's pool our money together from the family. Go get dad something special, you know? Awesome. Thumbs up. Sounds great. Conversations go back and forth. You know what? Your dad already has one of those. All right. So we're not going to get them. We're looking at getting them a, like a meat smoker, a nice one. My dad makes jerky all the time, but uh, he has a propane one, you know, and it finds out like three days before Christmas. Well, I didn't know this. Three days before Christmas that it's actually not working that good. Nobody tells me this stuff. So I assume, you know what, we roll alone. We're going solo on this one. Socks and underwear. Socks and underwear now. I So I go out, and when I buy my gifts for people, I try to make it theme-based. So I went back to, like, when I was, like, 12 years old and going to the cabin with my dad, and we used to ride four-wheelers and go to, like, Dublin up in Irons, Michigan and buy jerky. I wanted to say on the jerky thing, you know, that was a lot of fun. So we'd get there and try kangaroo and alligator and all that other kind of stuff. And I get my dad all these mixes and all that kind of stuff. So he doesn't have to buy it this time. He can just do his own thing and it's, we're paying for it because he gives us jerky year round. D- just a question. Did yeah. not a sponsor yet, but did you go to the Dublin here in? Yes, I did town? local. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, that would be the one travel. in Granville. Yeah, yep. Definitely not a sponsor yet. That's and, my uh, line. Don't do it again. Could Jay. be though. Here, you know. uh, so I try, you know, drop some money i get a bunch of jerky like i went and bought i think something stupid like 15 different flavors so my dad can just try different things yeah, they got just everything. like the old school days this is like the jelly bellies of oh, yeah. jerky it yeah, is like, too, yeah. it is too <laughs> was Absolutely. one uh butter popcorn yes <laughs> um so sitting there you know my dad's like, oh my god this is so badass you know thank you so much i you know i remember going to the store and you know we have a little nostalgia moment you know i'm feeling good about myself yeah fuck yeah nailed it 
This dipshit walks in with an electronic fucking smoker. Doesn't even mention it. And then when it's all fucking done, he's like, dude, you're going to pay for half? I'm like, I didn't even see my fucking name on the tag. Right. You know? So that was, I just kind of look at, my dad kind of looks at me, I look at him and like, he could put the shit together. You know, he's 72, but he's still pretty, you know, spry on this shit. His wits, he's got his wits about him. So I, I had to go outside and take what we call a, Breathing break. Six cigarettes, you mean? I had to have yeah. a siesta. My dad walks outside. He goes, I feel like that's a little fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you feeling me? He's like, impressed you walked away. You didn't say shit. And I'm like, yeah, therapy has been tested super hard in the last four months. It's nice to see it's working out well for <laughs> you, though. so good. Best looking at me like, are you shitting me? Did that just happen? Did that just happen? I'm like, yep. It did. So, yeah. Other than that, it, was, it went good. Sounds you know? like a great Christmas to yeah, me. It was good. I, I I dialed it back and was just like, whatever, let it be what it is. Watched, I don't know who the fuck was playing football. I acted like I liked it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But other than that, worked on a, I didn't, actually, I didn't work on the rink that much until recently because we all know the weather was warm. So Yeah. And uh, for the listeners, the new listeners, um, so Brent runs a rink out at FTK. It's for the kids. Uh, FTK Ice Center is what we're calling it these days, uh, known to us as the pond. But, um, you know, if you're interested in doing any kind of outdoor hockey, it is a full-blown rink. Uh, yeah. Minus the size, but it's got the glass. It's got the boards. It's, we got locker – he's got the locker rooms. I mean, it's got everything. It's got chillers, right? So the ice yeah, is absolutely. the ice is consistently room ball, good. church outings. I mean – uh, school teams. I mean, it's just yeah. You want to plug in, uh, have your crock pots going while people are playing. Get have coffee and hot cocoa, whatever you want to bring. We have tables yep. and all that stuff. Just it, make it a birthday party. Wood burning. All this pit. is all this is for rent. Yeah, there's fire. There's fi- I mean, there's warmth. Everything you need. Plenty of fire. Where where, where can they go to um, <laughs> sign up? Fire. Yeah, where can these people, those Sorry. new listeners, where can they go to uh, to to get your time? Well, if you guys want our time, you need to be on Facebook or know somebody that's on Facebook and just search Deeks and Dangles. And once you get to that page, there's a button at the top that says book now. And you click that button. And if you see the time, that time is available. If there's a time that you wanted and you don't see it, somebody's already claimed it or those are the hours that have been that we might be closed. So but we pretty much do run 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., you know, all, all seven days a week. Uh, there are breaks during the day so we can do some ice maintenance and make sure everything's okay, Usually, typically between four and six. And other than that, it's, it's wide open. Uh, tournaments are coming up here next weekend. So yep. Friday and Saturdays will be a little slim. But Sundays are really available, and we do have a lot of time. I mean, uh, we get to know you a little bit. We might even open it up early in the morning if you want to have a morning skate before work i know that we have some people at gordon foods that do that and uh howie's hockey tape not a sponsor yet well i would suggest if there are any new listeners out there who have any interest in this come around so uh wednesdays you do league um which is kind of just like a men's league but it's outdoors so that starts uh at what time we start at 6.30, and then there's four games, so 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, 9.30. So swing by, grab a Check drink, bring some pops. 
uh, and ask for the King of Beer League. I mean, everyone will know exactly where to direct you. That is Brent himself. <laughs> yeah, um, the King of And Beer check League. it out. See the ambiance. Uh, check out the people. I mean, it's really – I've been going there for, you know, a handful of years now, before the boards, before say, all that. Yeah, you've been there back in the – the dirty knee heist. It's a long time, and uh, just just popping back in there for the podcast we did last week. I mean, it, it just it makes you smile. It's all giddy. So if you're looking looking for something to do on a Wednesday night and you want to have some pops, swing in there, check it out, and then you can absolutely learn how to become part of the tournaments. So you know they absolutely the the, uh, the old school three v three tournaments, no goalies, the uh, the pond nets, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, you find a team, you jump on a team, you build a team, however you want to do it. There's multiple weekends for multiple levels. Um, you know, I would say check it out one way or Def- the other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. appreciate you, you saying you, all that stuff. Absolutely. And well, off the cuff, too. It's to, awesome. add, to add to that, you never know when you might catch the cast up there recording an episode. So if you're, if you're new to the group or new to the show and you happen to see Jay – Chris, Brent, or myself out there at the rink, be sure to walk up and say hi, introduce yourself, and uh, we'll get stick a mic us. in your face. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, on that on that note, I know where you guys set up last time. I was talking with Doc because I was out there today, going to be heading back there after this. He's like, we, we might have to move that platform underneath that shed there and throw some tarps up there and might need you guys as some help, but we might be able to put some glass up or something on the backside, you know, to, to make sure it's a box it in so you can stay a little, little more safe. You mean uh, up on the hill? No, inside, inside that, shed. that that shed's going to be too loud for yeah. us. We 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 went in there and we tested the echo. Oh, we, we, the echo echo. Yeah. where the Zamboni yeah. tractors at? That's what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's way too loud uh, in there. Unfortunately, so that's where we originally wanted to set up. We tried because, it because of the elements, but mm-hmm. the mics are nice because they only really pick up what's putting in front of them. And with the echo, the noise came back into the mic. Out. It was louder in there than it was outside. But uh, but hey, I mean, we want to build something with a little roof on it on a little pedestal. I mean, I, you let us, we, we, me and me, we could build something take in care the back. Of yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, do you guys know anybody that does that? Right. <laughs> yeah, we'd, we'd give you guys free reign to build whatever yeah, you would want. We got a couple Absolutely. of builders in the group here. Yeah, I think so, we could work something out. Chris, you got time in your schedule to whip something together or no? I own a hammer. Perfect. That's all we need. <laughs> well, I was thinking you could put together some queso and bring it out while we're working. There we go. Yeah. He's good for the beers, at least. You know, you can and make he, some good queso or some chili dip or something cool. Yeah, you no, know, neither of those, actually. All right, just bring the beers. All right, bring the toasted baguette. I don't care. <laughs> you know what? Let's do a little a slight line change here. What about your Christmas? Is it my turn? Um, yeah. Christmas was Christmas was, was good. Um, we're still in the process of doing that runaround thing. You think you – think you, you, I don't know at what age you get to the point where you don't have to run all over the countryside, but it ain't right now. So we had three jam-packed days of bouncing around, um, seeing family, you know, separate Christmas parties for different families, small gatherings because, you know, it's still a little iffy out there. Some people want to attend. Some people don't. Grandparents are getting older. You don't know if it's going to be their last one. Um, So you definitely want to attend those. But, uh, you know, for Danelle Case and myself, we had, uh, we had, you know, a great Christmas, enjoyed some time. It was nice uh, to have Friday off. Uh, we went over and did a private skate at yep. the rink. The ice was fantastic, the best ice I've ever been on at FTK. And we We've been uh, on it this year. We skated on that ice so hard we melted it. It so did turn fifty. It, it, it did, <laughs> but we—it was great. It was—it's so weird to kind of be in a light jacket or you know, a, a, you know, like a pullover. 
Yeah. A quarter zip um, on Christmas, but no snow. It kind of felt a little funky. It didn't but, feel like Christmas, did it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it really didn't. Danell made a comment about that, too. And I was like, yeah, you know, kind of weird. And then the snow comes on Sunday. So just a couple of days or on Sunday, Monday, a couple of days late. Not a big deal. So what is Stan a stick in your stocking? Oh, man. I got a. That you really liked. Oh, um, well, <laughs> <laughs> Santa got me one of those. Uh, 12 uh no 16 ounce uh yeti cups with the lids oh. not a sponsor yet yeah um and then i got a couple of gift certificates to uh boulder creek for some uh golfing in the springtime nice uh, i have a few other little things You're nothing right. too big went all out for the wife got her heated vest for sitting at the rink and some uh um some hawk swag for uh you nice. know watching case play hockey at walker well he's a goal scorer now uh, yeah, I mean, you guys did see that. We'll have to <laughs> isolate that video and upload it to to the website so yes. everybody can see that. But um, yeah, that's about it for me. Jay, uh, did did you do your what's what yet, or do you want in no, on this? I did not. Um, I had a a great, actually, honestly, one of the better Christmases I had in a really long time. So we went up north. My sister had, and her husband had just purchased a cabin up on Boyd Mountain, more or less. I mean, it's pretty much on the mountain. And, um, sorry, we went there for the weekend. So, really, we drove up Saturday. I mean, we had Christmas. We got we split, you know, with the kids. So, we mm-hmm. didn't get the kids till noon. And we opened presents. And we didn't even clean up, like, wrapping paper everywhere. That's we packed cool. up. And we went up there uh, and did a ski weekend. Yeah, did which, you get some snowboarding in? I did. Um, which... I mean, that's a huge part of my past of many and many of many hours on the slopes. That seems like a good part of your past. There's things in mind I don't want to bring up. Yeah, this <laughs> therapy. <laughs> therapy is helping with that. It, well, and this is, it was funny because I haven't been on the slopes um, in a while. Uh, you know, just things different. My kids have never really been in it's expensive thing to do and well and you're busy with hockey you've got two kids well, playing travel hockey hockey yeah. and a new and, and a young baby yep. roaming around you really I, we're, i'm surprised that you were able to find any time this yeah. is probably the one and only weekend yep. that you'd be able or last weekend was the only only yes. weekend to be able to do that so really it is the only one um and but it was like it was it was cra- it was there very therapeutic like it's a place that I haven't been in a long time that I need to have in my life. Uh, and How's the snow? The snow was terrible. It was yeah. all homemade. We uh, didn't have much. The it did sun s- is shining and the powder yeah. is bitching. Yeah. So I didn't really do a whole lot. I mean, I I spent $200 for a two-day ticket, and I think I probably hit 15 runs in total, in which of the five or six runs they had open. But uh, the kids loved it. I mean, they were out there. from, And so I'm like, I wake them up in the morning. I'm like, the mountain's opening. Get out there and get your practice in because – me, I like to go out west. This isn't really my, you know, I've done it over the years, but I've... He's a snowboard snob. I've gone out west so much that being here Jackson is just Hole. a filler. Jason Hole. Well, it's funny you said Jackson Hole. My brother-in-law just got back from there literally like last, the weekend before we were up there. But anyways, um, Teton Mountains or whatever, but... I heard tea time. When is it? Tea I'm tea yeah. Oh, Teton. I'm yeah. sorry. I misunderstood you. But it was great. It was fantastic. The kids loved, they actually came home and they were like, you know, we wish we were still snowboarding and not getting back to hockey. So oh no, don't it do might that. be something where, you know, hey, moving forward, we just carve out a couple weekends a year where, hey, you don't get to play hockey this weekend. And, you know, I, I really, I have that's been. That's okay. They I need have, that. That's, I, I totally agree. Dude, I've been so hockey heavy. And if, you, if you're a parent in the hockey community, I mean, 
hockey has become this like crazy like you have to be there you have to be on the ice you have to get it's one step a ahead monster. it is insane and let's be honest less than 99.9% of the kids that play aren't going anywhere or more than nine, about 99.7 sorry but whatever well regardless of the percentage it's a vast majority that aren't I don't, making it I don't want my kids to only play hockey they're probably never going to be professional we, players we talked about this the other day just briefly but that documentary that I told you to take a walk, take a look at, yeah. every single one of those guys were sitting there saying, you know what? I walked away from hockey during this time of year. I walked away from this. I played lacrosse. I played soccer. I did tennis. I did judo. You know, it was, they had so many other things in their repertoire, but they gave them that mental break. But the other sports they were playing were only enhancing the sports that they became Hall of Famers in. Yes. Sorry. I didn't mean to hit you Absolutely. with that stuff. Sorry, I was Did, just saying that. Were you down. trying to get my attention? No, and that's the, and that's the truth of it. And it really hit me like I have just been like hockey, 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 hockey for the last couple of years. And, and the kids are getting great. They're doing well. But it's like, you know what? There's other things in life. And Absolutely. sorry, son, the chances, even if you really wanted it, even if you were really good, still even at that, the chances of you becoming a professional are really slim and not that it's not impossible, but I think you should enjoy some other things in life. So that way, when you graduate high school, you're not like, Oh wow. I never did anything but play hockey. You know, what's yeah. our family memories, dad yelling at you about how you didn't pass the puck or how you should have <laughs> shot. I mean, in all honesty, right. And I can totally see dude, that. Those kids had the most amazing time. I mean, it was awesome. So that's my what's what, but they had way more fun on Christmas Eve skating with me. Oh, now Justin had a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was awesome. That was another, was I should have said a highlight, getting with there. the team, being out there. And I was Justin, giving him all the good pointers. And he's, he's, a, he's a go hard like me. So Yeah, he yeah. peeled it off from Case and Stick I a few times. I felt bad that his brother wasn't able to join us. Unfortunately, yeah, but uh, he'll be around next time. We have him next year, so they'll be they'll be there good. with us for sure. But, uh, well, you know, let's let's move on. And Did let's, we hit Pirani's ad? No, but if you guys would have just given me a second, I had a nice segue in there. If you still have an upcoming Christmas party that you need a last-minute gift for, go ahead and hit Pirani's Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player. All right. I'm going to delete clear that your one. Throat. That was terrible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was really good, by the Too way. Too bad. Too bad. It was bad. Uh, okay. So, Chris, um, you have some news for us. I'd love to hear about it. Just a little bit of news. That's what you say every week. And then we, yeah, and then we, we end up talking we rattle on for 45 on minutes. So apparently the jury came back today in the Maxwell uh, trial and delivered a guilty verdict on five of the six charges. Apparently the indictments or whatever, or the proceedings have been um, sealed by the judge. So nobody knows yet what the five out of the six charges were. The charges though, that she had against her uh, count one conspiracy to entice minors to travel to engage in illegal sex acts Two, enticement of a minor um, to engage in sex acts three conspiracy to transport minors uh, four transportation of a minor count five sex trafficking conspiracy six um, sex trafficking of a minor and then seven and eight were perjury ones or something from the trial you know it sounds like a lot of minor offenses yeah. Did it? No. No. Tough that, crowd. Well, wow, that went over like a fart in church. Yeah, that's a tough crowd. Pretty much. How Jeez. many years? I heard something about seventy plus, but I haven't been able to confirm that. So the rest of her life. Yes. Thank okay. goodness. 
if, if she's she a demon long, and right? lives longer. Uh, <laughs> you're going to Epstein her? Yeah. yeah. She's going to have Epstein's old cell. <laughs> they know where the cameras are there. <laughs> There's no cameras. So they're going to fake her death and sneak her out? Yeah. Well, you said it, not me. <laughs> well, that is uh, is very interesting. You know what? That, well, so that when is, is sentencing then? If she was found guilty on five charges. I'm not sure on that. That follows though, right? Am I getting that correct? Generally speaking, yes, that would follow. Okay. Of how they would go about it and stuff. Hmm. Well, we'll definitely keep you abreast of the latest on that case. <laughs> We've been talking about that for three or four episodes. You know, I before we you know jump off the uh, this topic here, though, it it really did kind of blow me away that I do understand it's a, a federal case. I do understand that it's not going to be televised, it's, uh, but. It was just way too uh, quiet for as as big as it is. And as many documentaries that Jeffrey Epstein himself has out there on every single news channel, TV, whatever it is, did not hear boo about this whole case uh, or her proceedings or whatever you want to call it. Bush. Yeah, it was, well, I guess not really that surprising that... Nobody was talking about it because nobody, you know, especially if they were to get into the little black book and all of that other stuff, you know, nobody wants that out there. No, of course they don't. It's all bad news. I think it should be all out there. What happened to public record? Isn't this America? Last I checked, this was America. Put it all out there. I don't care. Ruin ruin lives, you know. Clearly, they they did their part in ruining uh, children's lives. Well, you know, screw them. Put it out there. Let the world know what they did. Make them go on unemployment or jail or whatever. I, I, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just I don't think those type of people uh, have to worry about unemployment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, it's, uh, they should be locked up just 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 as bad. I don't care who you who you are. Forever you know? and ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's just, the, the the whole thing. You know, it just blew me blew me away. To be honest. Just, the way it broke, and then the the stories coming out from from these now women mm-hmm. saying this is what happened to me back in the day, and, and and they're sitting there talking and going through all this kind of stuff, and and, and they were groomed and and manicured. Oh, yeah. You just this. off. Well, I think they were giving manicures. I don't know if they were necessarily yeah. <laughs> manicured, but is that what they call hand jobs? Uh, no, those are called HJs. Uh, let's be, you know, geez, come on now. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, this is, I mean, they, well, was there any notes of like evidence? They didn't say the evidence. They didn't have anything. There's nothing out there. I think it was all just witness testimony for the most was part. It? I don't know if they got into the travel logs or anything like that, but I know they tried to, the FAA apparently leaked some of that stuff out a while ago with, travel logs and stuff from his airplanes. Gotcha. You know what? At least, at least there's a conviction. You know what? Stuff and you don't need to hit the conspiracy uh, button. Now we've passed that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. I, I just, I'm happy uh, that a, she got convicted and B, I I do hope that a lot of these people do get some closure. some moving forward from this. At least, at least a name has been officially, Put to the wall, I guess, if you will. And convicted. And convicted, yes. Against some of these. I'm sure that it'll end up in um, appeals and everything else, so who knows how long before it's finally settled. But, you know, at some point, just 
Give up, Maxwell. Jeez. Absolutely. Face, face it. What else do you have here for us? I know you got some more. Oh, this is no longer a conspiracy anymore. I thought you wanted it for the uh, the next I did, piece. but it's no longer a conspiracy. Oh, it's, one, it? of, it's one of those. Yes. Are you, are you putting me on? You wanted me to hit the button. I know. Right? I did. Did I, did I do good? Yes, you did. Oh. But I'm just saying it's no longer a conspiracy anymore. You know what? This for, is all part of the flair. Okay. Yes. My bad. Yeah. Find the I guess clap, I could have given you a clapping button and cheer, cheering button here in a minute, though. Go ahead, Chris. Let's when, hear it. Will you cue me on the applause? Yeah. I'm ready. I don't know what he's going to say. I like this song. When so, do you want me to clap? This goes back to something that we had mentioned uh, a couple months ago. And, you know, from time to time, there'd just be some random piece or news story that came out um, in reference to our beloved governor here, Whitmer in Michigan, who had an alleged kidnapping plot. Um, taken out against her back in, what was it, June or July of last summer or something. And there were uh, approximately, I believe, 12 people, 10 to 12 people that were picked up. Well, in total, I think 26 people were picked up and, you know, not necessarily had charges, but were arrested for um, that kidnapping plot where they were going to storm the Capitol, kidnap her and bring her on like, sedition or treason charges or something right um as it turned out well over half or almost half of those people arrested were either fbi agents or informants and so (laughs) yeah so were the charges dropped on them or (laughs) yeah or never actually like brought you know you can be arrested without having a charge and stuff but you know then you got to get let go within a day or two um but out of these five men that have been accused and are still you know awaiting trial Um, their attorney has asked the judge to dismiss the charges because the FBI quote unquote invented conspiracy, invented conspiracy and informants, uh, quote unquote funded and agitated the movement. Five men accused, and this is from the daily mail, um, with references also back or linked from revolver.news, both good sites to check out. Uh, Five men accused of hatching the plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer say they had no such plan and that it was instigated by federal informants. Dan, who infiltrated the group, paid for gas, food, and lodging for militia-style weekend training. It also says that Dan um, also claimed to be poor or of uh, low means like the other men that he was conspiring with. Um, And they kind of found it strange that he had, you know, this endless amount of money to do all this stuff for him. When the five men originally turned down the idea, the informant, Dan, egged them on to do other crimes. Uh, They thought maybe about going about and doing property damage. Ex-FBI agent that led the case um, was fired after pleading guilty to hitting his wife following a swingers night. I believe that was outside of Detroit. Um, (laughs) Sounds like a party. uh, Yeah. Another informant was paid $50,000 for his work with federal authorities. Um, men were allegedly, oh, what? the men were allegedly upset with Whitmer's um, 2020 COVID-19 lockdown. And even with all this, the prosecutors will still push forward with the case. Beyond this, I had also heard that one of the informant slash agents was running a security service firm advertising it on Twitter and Facebook that ran parallel to the time frame of the uh, planned attack on the Capitol. 
in Michigan. So yeah. he was, you know, kind of double dipping or knew about what was coming down the pipeline. So we used that to uh, try to set up his own business. Everything was locked down. He had to get a second job. You know, he yeah. had the time to do it. got to make ends meet somehow. <laughs> his informant days were numbered now that, you know, they got what they needed. Speaking of getting what they needed, the field director for the Detroit FBI agency um, was transferred over to Washington, D.C. about a week or so after the Whitmer plot was um, uncovered or stopped or set up or sprung just in time for January 6th. So they're uh, so they're pushing to have uh, everybody ba- basically exonerated of these the five men. Dropped. I believe there's like the 12. Five. Yeah. Well, one man has already, FBI. well, <laughs> one of the guys has already pleaded guilty. And I believe that his attorney is trying to backtrack on that. Now was he coerced? Um, you know, yeah. there's always going to be a, that's to be mean. You're going to, you have somebody hammering on you for that many hours. You're going to break, mm-hmm. you know? uh, especially with, it's if kind of you like are going positive, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh. Especially if you're going with, uh, you know, conspiracy charges and all of this and stuff, you know, I'm sure they were throwing some pretty heavy charges at these guys to yeah. get them to buckle and, um, take a guilty plea. So it'll be interesting. I haven't heard of a ruling yet on it, but it has actually been petitioned now to the judge and stuff that, you know, all this okay. stuff is actually, you know, real. And this is, you know, why were there, why were almost half, if not half of the people involved, um, informants and agents kind of coercing these guys and, yeah. you know, planning the idea and stuff of what they should do. Well, they're hanging so. out over there at the vac shack, you know, and just maybe playing cards and all of a sudden a couple of new guys come in and they're informants and they're kind of driving the conversation. Yeah, they're all like, of a sudden, Hey, you hate women yeah. too. Grab yeah. the pitchforks and the tiki torches. Let's go get this bitch. No, no. <laughs> I say that with tongue in cheek. Not guys. trying to talk too much shit, but like Michigan and the militia and all that kind of stuff. I think they they learned a lesson about like things back after Timothy McVeigh. You know, yeah, that uh, might have also been somewhat of a setup. Uh, that Ruby Ridge, yes, yeah, hmm. Ruby Ridge, yes, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys have to do your research. Go like a human encyclopedia up. over here. Yeah, you stay awake, or you. Go to sleep. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really know any of these militia type, but you're looking just, at one right here. <laughs> I just picture guy. these guys are the type that like drink some beers and go shoot off guns that people find scary out in the woods, and maybe like run over like a log or something, and you know, yeah. play fucking cops and robbers in the woods on the weekend and get away from their wives. Dismember the family. Maybe have pet. some like prepper packs in the back of their car for you know when the EMP goes off and the power grid is uh, <laughs> taken out. But yeah, beyond it, that, I don't really think any of these guys are legitimately like no. we need to overthrow the government. Sure, they're, they're also be, like, equipped with MREs too, just in case. They get stuck yeah, out there your food for a while. prep stuff. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, beyond that, you know, they probably bitch. We're not a constitutional republic anymore, but you know, everybody does that. I'm going on the lamb. <laughs> All right, Chris, hit that ad read, and we'll get into the meat and taters of the show. Well, if you don't want to overthrow the government, you should go ahead and check out True, <laughs> True Edge. Well, or if you do, you can get your skate sharpened. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be shitting me right now. That was, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. That, that was gold. That was absolutely brilliant. How you did that? And we screwed it up with the laughter. Rich is gonna be so. I proud heard the of beer us. come out of your nose now. Oh God, it burns so bad. Please start over. Continue. Do what oh you gotta do. That was magic. I don't I even remember. It was That's on karma. The, you know. Yeah. 
That's golden talent right there. On loan from God. Rush, we miss you. Um, (laughs) But uh, if you're going to be hitting the pond, uh, go ahead and check out True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. I, that was great. I, 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 you had the perfect transition, and I just the, about lost. It. I, I don't know. This, this is exactly why we do these uh, organic because <laughs> they're just that much better. I, I don't know what you're doing over there, but whatever you're doing, it, it, it just works. Yeah, just keep doing. You're it. Just putting it all together. So you guys, uh, you, you all know that uh, Jay had mentioned early on in the in the show. Uh, we've partnered up with uh, the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, to do a number of interviews or, you know, kind of promote our show a little bit. He has quite the fan base. I'm a faithful listener. I listen to him every day. Great show. Be sure to check him out on all of your uh, your podcast platforms. He um, he also does a, uh, a Patreon. That's a pay to listen. You can hit a $5 tier, $10 tier. And if you sign up to pay an annual, he'll give you 10% off the total. Um, and that's an extra half hour to 45 minutes of content uh, ad-free that you can hear. And if you guys don't want to do that, you can look me up and find my Venmo, and I'll just take money. I, I'm not going to even care how much it is. Yeah, actually. Brent uh, <laughs> will send you dirty pictures. He'll do a lot yeah. for five bucks. I got this all figured out. Dirty pictures go to Chris. Uh, Brent will take the cash in Venmo. Just make sure that you um, you earmark it for just chirping so that we can all split that cash. Yeah. Fair enough? Yeah. Send your best sticks and dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we did a little collaboration today. Um, we had the privilege of uh, joining Eric Zane in a segment he calls Hockey Heaven. I was a little bummed out I missed that. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, you snoozy loose. No, you had work. a lot going I on today. You're trying to build ice say, I had a big boy job. I actually had to work. Totally understandable. What are you saying about these guys who sat in their van and uh, did interviews? Yeah, well, not just <laughs> we that. We made it happen. But during the summer, how many times did we hear, oh, I was out golfing? That did happen. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> that did happen. Hey, you know what? We, we made it work. but Continue. we. We were we were able um, and and very graciously invited to join him uh, when he had uh, his hockey heaven uh, segment and uh, coach of uh, head coach of the Grand Rapids Griffins Ben Simon happened to be in on the interview and uh, he let us come in and and ask a few questions so we're gonna go ahead and uh, play the audio from that nice we got a little tidbit yeah well uh, how, how, may may I ask refresh me again yeah, how before long I get into it how long is this uh, just so our listeners will know. Uh, you know how long this might go on, so they're not thinking it's going to be an hour. No, nope, we got twenty five minutes of audio from the podcast. It's, it's it's very Eric Zane and Ben Simon heavy. Um, we were cued in, uh, Jay and I, so you're not going to hear a ton from us, but it gives was, you a little snippet of uh, what okay. what Zane does. Well, yeah, go ahead, Chris. It, it was probably Zane for the best. Yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's not wrong. Um, no, absolutely for the best. And uh, yeah, it, uh, you know, we'd like to hear if you don't listen to Zane, you should. Um. Just being on it, I was kind of like, "This is cool. It sounded good." So let's yeah, go ahead and play. It, it was it was awesome. We yeah, we'll get into it afterwards and, yeah. and tell you about all of that. So yeah, would you just play it already? <laughs> okay, are you guys done interrupting? Not quite yet. All right, you ready for the big get? Here we go. Three. Does two, your wife get this one. much foreplay? WNBC. <laughs> I hear him. I hear him. Buddy. <laughs> hey. Uh, you got the logo, and I I got old school logo. You see that? We gotta that, we gotta find your new wardrobe. You gotta update your wardrobe, bro. This is back from when you played. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time ago, pal. 
How come you're an American hockey player, but you sound Canadian? I'm American. Is that better? America. America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have my buddy Stefan Hyde here, and he seems to be struggling. Would you just sit still? Can you just sit still, Stefan? Hey, let me do this. Yeah, yeah I like yeah, that better. <laughs> I, I, all you got to do is sit there and talk hockey with Coach here, and Easy and I enough. and uh, and and I. It, it, Stefan has another podcast called Just Chirpin', and he's just launching the thing. So this is what I'm doing. I'm in, I'm introducing, kind of reintroducing him because actually you two have crossed paths with. And Ben's like, wait, what are you talking about? But um, uh, there was a hockey camp that Stefan went to at Notre Dame. Isn't that right, Stefan? That's right. I was 13 years old. And he was, whoa, 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 we're dating me now? What the? <laughs> Notre Dame hockey. Yeah, we used to love those. And so I was obviously in school still, right? He was. Yeah, well, back then, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, we had fun at that as in. Had fun at the kid. Hopefully, had fun. Or uh, you can uh, give you an email. You can send complaints to. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's statute of limitations on complaints and refunds. <laughs> yeah. Right. What What was the? Because you didn't tell me what it was. You said there was just some hilarious moments that you remember from that, right, Stefan? Oh yeah. So we're 13 year old kids, and you guys are working us pretty good doing wall sits and and all kinds of different things. Um, this poor kid shows up to the hockey camp and he's wearing a Georgia tech, um, baseball cap uh-huh. and, he, and, and Ben immediately jumps all over him, calling him a meathead, <laughs> this and that. And the poor kid was called bumblebee tuna that entire <laughs> week in South Bend. Yeah. You can't wear that on Notre sacred ground, man. You can't do that. <laughs> any, yep. uh, any, any memory of this? Of you, of you heckling him, me. Oh, I used to chirp kids all the time. Made me feel better about myself. Uh, <laughs> no, we had fun. Like honestly, it was fun. Uh, it was in the summer, so the campus is a little bit more quiet. A uh, little liveliness with all kinds of different camps going on. A little bit of action there. You, know, you got paid a little bit of money, and it was, uh, you know, it was just fun. It was a good time. A little change of pace in the summer. Did you violate NCAA rules by by uh, admitting that right right now? Is that did, did, did that just happen? Oh, we can get paid money for working yeah. a hockey camp for sure. We can. I didn't know that. I thought. That oh that yeah, was- yeah. I let's let's be clear. When I say make it wasn't a lot of money, but in college it seemed like a lot of money. <laughs> it's not like I was making uh, my NIL or name and likeliness and image stuff because uh, the name, the likeliness, and the image is not too pro- uh, profitable. <laughs> so. Um- you know, I've really been enjoying watching you progress as a uh, as a coach in the league and, you know, kind of finding your way. And you're in a really great organization that really loves cultivating the coaching staff. And are, I mean, you guys are an extremely important, valuable asset to the NHL team. Can you I mean, that's this is really fantastic. I mean, not every team has this type of setup where at a moment's notice you can you can be there to help these guys out like you had to just recently. You coached the Red Wings not long ago. Yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, obviously a great experience, but I mean, it's a fantastic job. I mean, we value our jobs. We, we love our jobs. Our staff is fantastic. We have a lot of fun with these players. Uh, we understand that these kids are going to, these players are going to take their lumps. They're going to have their failures, but at the same time too, they're, they're going to get back up. They're going to dust themselves off. They're going to improve. They're going to get better. And hopefully we get to tell them that they get to achieve their boyhood dream. And when the opportunity presents themselves, it, they get to go play in the national hockey league. So that's uh, at the end of the day, that's, 
one of the biggest thrills of our jobs is to be able to tell these guys that they're going up. I'm going to bring Jay in from just chirping in a second here, but um, okay. With you, you're going there. This was, so you're the one who's maybe a little uncomfortable fish out of water. How did you, how did you approach this? I mean, that's for me, that sounds like a very nerve wracking scenario. Yeah. Well, I was excited as a, as a coach, you're not thinking in the middle of a season, you're going to get recalled or called up, you know, just that's, that's happens to players. So, uh, Jeff was great. Doug Huda was fantastic. Kriegs came up with me. Uh, so there's familiarity there. And we've known these guys. We've been in the same organization for quite a long time. Uh, Blash's, like, Blash's biggest, three biggest strengths are, are probably his communication skills, his preparation, and his hair. Like, uh, so uh, between all three of those, uh, it was uh, it was easy to, to step in there and do it for a game. And so he had his game plan. Hood's, uh Doug Hudo was in charge of all the the other meetings and stuff. Obviously, he was he's been there for a long time, and I think that his message uh, resonated a heck of a lot more deeper, a heck of a lot deeper than than some new guy coming in for a game or two. And uh, you know that's Doug's team. So uh, I think between the three of us, we we managed as best we could. And Jeff was behind the scenes, uh, seeing what he could see through video. And you know, at the end of the day, we got through it, had fun doing it, and uh, the guys actually you know, start out slow, but finish strong and yeah. end up getting two big points for that organization, for that team. Jason from just chirping joins us. First of all, Jason, thank you for being part of this show. Um, now what you have here is four beer league slash men's league guys. So, I mean, that's, that's perfect. Who talk hockey and they know a hell of a lot more about it than I do. Okay. So this is a, a combination of four people who play the game, love the game, talk about it on a podcast working with me. So that's awesome. So Jason, what do you have? For Coach Simon. Hey, by the way, I just want to say thank you for having us on. Oh, pleasure's um, mine. Pleasure's mine. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you described it best when you said it's like the poverty version of uh, spit and chiclet. You know, I mean, <laughs> look at us. We're both we're both in our work van, sitting here, all excited, all stoked to, to to talk to somebody you know with such a big name. So, yeah, I'll just jump right in. You know, uh, I'm not gonna lie. If you listen to the podcast. Uh, I play hockey. I love the game, but, uh, you know, not much of a follower and things like that. That's actually what earned Stefan a uh, spot on the, on the show was that his knowledge. So I had to Google, Google, Google you today a little bit oh, to get some, uh, what a terrible start back. And- what a, what a horrible <laughs> start. Uh, oh, it's hey, hey, it's I, on the internet. It's gotta be true. Right. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's a, that's what I was going to say, you know, um, I could sit here and I, I watched a lot of your interviews. Um, by, I mean, just, just by that alone, I, I like you already. Um, I mean, obviously one hockey player to the other, I think that we have a kinship on our own, but, um, yeah, no, I was just going to, Eric kind of, I don't want to say stole my win there, but, uh, yeah, you get called up. I mean, that experience had to be awesome. I can imagine me and uh, Stefan were talking about it. You know, usually the players are the ones getting called up, and here you are as a coach getting called up. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I can ask you questions that you've been asked all around the table. Yeah, I found something you said in a quote uh, about, you know, what hockey is to you and how much you love it and all that. And you said, I don't identify who I am around the game of hockey, though almost all of your memories that you have in life, uh, good and bad, yeah. are around hockey. Um, you've been quoted, uh, you know, kind of coined as a grinder player. Um, and that's kind of, you know, what you look for in your guys is guys that are willing to work really hard and grind it out. Um, 
you know, what I really, a question that I wanted to ask you that I think kind of gets overlooked is, you know, you obviously played in the, in the professional hockey league, uh, something that most every hockey player dreams of and doesn't reach. Is there a, a moment where you were on the ice with one of your idols that you just will never forget for the rest of your life that you'd like to share? I mean, there are quite a few. And I mean, as a, I mean, I've been around the game of hockey since I've been five years old and, and growing up through, you know, different uh, experiences through the game and a lot of applicable life lessons through the game of hockey, through the sport. Um, a lot of great ones, a lot of disappointments, but uh, you know, probably, and you've got big milestones throughout your career, but I, I think probably one thing that really sticks out for me was my first NHL game. And uh, it was in Atlanta or sorry, playing for Atlanta against the Washington Capitals. And it was a D zone faceoff. Bob Hartley puts our line out there. My parents, brothers are all there. It was awesome. They flew them out there uh, first shift. So they fourth line grinder, like say D zone faceoff. We throw the fourth line out there, which is our line. And so of course, Washington has the last change. So Washington puts out their top line. Here comes Adam Oates. And I don't know if you've ever seen Adam Oates' stick blade. His stick blade is maybe maybe eight inches smaller stick. I used to love the Boston Bruins, Adam Oates, Cam Neely, Ray Bork. Love those guys. So my first face off was against Adam Oates. Uh, stick down. Uh, didn't even come remotely close to touching the puck. He snaps it back to go D to D shot change. Great scoring chance. Bob Harley, change, change it up. So my first shift lasted maybe a total of four and a half seconds. Lost the face off, but I got to play against a guy. Oh, that's Adam Oates. So it was pretty cool. And then uh, actually another game that was pretty cool to be part of uh, that same year in Atlanta was a New Year's Eve game uh, in Detroit. And I was playing against Atlanta. The, I mean, it, it just being out in warmups, you're sitting there stretching there. I mean, Hall of Famers going around that. So if you look at the roster, it was just all-star after all-star after all-star and it ended up being a, I think we lost the game seven to six in overtime or some, but it was a packed Joe Lewis arena. It was uh, just really cool to be a part of. And you remember like just the excitement and, you know, I probably didn't play all that much, but it was a pretty cool experience just to be a part of. That is excellent. Oh, Jason. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent work. Stefan, what do you got for coach? I want to know what's going on. You got a couple of days off. Uh, you play on New Year's Eve and you got a home and home with Milwaukee. How does the transition work? Do you guys leave right from the rink and jump on a bus and go to Milwaukee or, or where, where are we partying at? So you want to talk about grinding, grinding in the American League. This is the American Hockey League at its best. We have uh, we had a Christmas break. We come back. We uh, three or four, and obviously we're supposed to play on Monday that our game was uh, postponed. And so, uh, we practiced uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll play Friday, jump on a bus, have a quick bite here. Uh, they do a great job. Our catering company here, Jeff Dubin, his crew, give us a nice meal. We jump on the bus, bus to Milwaukee. We'll get there at about, it's a six o'clock game. So typically it's a seven o'clock game. We'll get to Milwaukee one o'clock, two in the morning, have an optional skate in the morning in Milwaukee. Another six o'clock game, pack up the stuff. Have a meal at the rink, pack our circus up, jump on the bus and head on down to Chicago, play a three o'clock game in Chicago, play that game, eat at the arena, jump on the bus back in GR by 10. Holy Ooh. moly. So that it's the grand. A... Then, you know, we got six games and nine nights coming up and it's, uh, I mean, that's half the fun is the, uh, you got to love the grind. You got to love the, you just have to love putting the work in and the, it's, it's, it's tiring, but uh 
this is why you take advantage of times in the summer. You just, you, this is where it's, this is the fun. It's hard, but it's fun. Are you reminding them constantly that whole mentality about, you know, uh, uh, lunch pail mentality, uh, you know, blue collar, this is work. This is so, if this was easy, it was basket, it'd be basketball, you know, all that sort of, <laughs> you know, kind of like, uh, reminding them that this is I mean, to keep them focused. Cause I imagine sometimes, especially with young players that they, they it's hard, you know, it is hard, but at the end of the day, like I, whenever they asked me there, when I played or when, you know, sometimes our players are getting frustrated. It's like, what, what do you do for a living? You know, what do you do for You play hockey. You, you play a game, you play a game for a living. What, what, what a cool job to go in and you got 20 buddies and you, you go in, you, you play a game, you work, you compete, it's hard work and you should be challenging yourself every day. But uh, I mean, that that's to, to go through a season and you go through these long road trips, these your ups and downs of the seasons, your highs, your lows, and you get to know these guys, uh, you know, it's, it's an adventure, but it's uh, it's a great adventure. And it's, you know, it's uh, it's long days, long nights at times, but you know, you have to be able to, you have to be able to grind. You have to be able to work. And if you don't like the the work that it takes to get the next level, then you're in the wrong business. Right every on, job, right every job's hard. Jason, you got anything for coach? No, man. You know, like I said, uh, watching a bunch of your interviews and stuff. I'm a I'm a fan. Um, I appreciate that. You know, just 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 the grinding and you know the way that you hold yourself and, and what you look for. You know, I watched an interview. Then someone asked you about Bertuzzi. And I mean, you didn't even take that as an opportunity to say, Hey, yeah, you know, I mean, I did what I did and got that guy there. And in fact, it was all uh, <laughs> humbleism. And you were like, Hey man, I was just happy to be a part of it. And then know that maybe something I said or did, you know, helped him grind it yeah. out to get to where he is. And that's fantastic, man. I really like that interview. So I'm a super big fan of yours um, in the sense. And I'd love to see you uh, when, you know, when the time is right, coaching the wings. I appreciate that. Yeah. And that, that is half the fun. Like you, you kick on the TV and you, you turn on and there's a player right. that you're coaching. You'd like to think that maybe in some way, shape or form that you had an impact on them and uh, that they're a better person and, and a better hockey player for it. But yeah, I mean, the players that I've had the opportunity to be around are, are just fantastic people first and foremost, and the credit should go to them because they're the ones that are putting in the time and the work and making the most of the opportunity when it's afforded to them. Coach, something popped into my yeah, head with, with these guys doing um, a men's league and beer league. Do you guys have an emergency goalie? Uh, we use a couple of guys. Yeah. So there's this know, local, the are they like ready? You just call them and say, Hey, get ready. We got, it might be time for you if someone else gets hurt. Sometimes. Yeah. And then if we, you know, if we're going long practices or, you know, the, a lot of skills days, we'll bring in, uh, we'll bring in an extra goalie to give our goalies a little bit of a breather and, uh, you know, spread the, the workload a little bit. So come game time that you know, our guys aren't completely burned out for the week. Have you so ever, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll tell you Dave DeSander, Dave DeSander. I'll give him a little, I'll pump his uh, tires. <laughs> Dave's been, Dave's been, I won't, I yeah, Dave's been great. He's come in. He, he actually competes already. Loves it. And the guys love having him around. So he's uh, a <laughs> solid human being. Good dude. And the guys like having him around. That's awesome. Stefan. Oh, I can't thank you enough for having us um, join you for this interview. I mean, I, as a, a Zaniac and a fan of you, Eric, um, it's an honor to be on uh, the Hockey Heaven ah, segment and cool. to meet, uh, you know, over Zoom with uh, Ben Simon to to see him again now that uh, we're, we're both grown adults. Uh, you know, tremendous career that you oh, had. No, he's not. No, he's not. Physically grown adults. You know, you can debate that one. No, yeah. You know, and that it, it just comes to mind. I mean, uh, uh, the – 
the interaction where this was pre-COVID. Uh, I'm doing a, uh, a auction with, you know, five dozen people in front of me in the stands and I need a water and some, someone, he, it was him. I, I, I open up the water. I drink the water. I go, but it wasn't a chewed piece of gum. First of all, it was a piece of gum. No, that, <laughs> and then, that, and the, then he gets sick and he's going to blame me for his, you, like, he like, got look me what sick. you're doing, man. You got to look what you're doing. This, this, Who? this grease ball was infected with some <laughs> disease and grease he ball. got, Oh, <laughs> all right. Hey, who has more hair, you or Blashel? Right now, I do. Probably here, but uh, I got yeah, I got I got to get my life together this afternoon, mix in a shave, and get ready for the weekend. Okay, so <laughs> New Year, New Year's Eve, you guys won't be able to celebrate. It's kind of like you play the hockey game and off, like you said. Yeah, well, that's our that's our job. So you yeah. know, you, you you do miss out on some you know, New Year's Eve. You you know maybe your Christmas break isn't as great or as long as you think, but it's uh. It's the best job in the world. So, you know, you do miss out on some little things, but in the long run, and I, I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love the atmosphere at the games. The hockey team gives me carte blanche to be able to do various nuanced things when the play stops. And, and, and I, I love watching the bench, looking for reactions from players on things. Is there anything that stands out that I can get from my knowledge that you hear me do? Because I sometimes wonder if anybody's even listening. Oh, we're listening. Yeah, we can hear your little, you know, and there's a delay in the game and you're chirping. Oh, good hustle. Charlie also loved the hustle. <laughs> uh, no, we hear it, but uh, we can't get too distracted. No, and give no. Give you a grief after the fact. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I think I think all in all, like our our hockey business side of things and the show within the show and the team behind our team is, uh, I mean, it, it's tops in the American League and we've got a great building here. The people that put the time in to get the fans and uh, – to, to put the show on for our great fans here is great. New Year's Eve is one of the best games, best environments to be a part of here. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. You've been watching world juniors, watching Donovan Sobrango. I have. Yeah. I got my USA hockey right yeah. here, buddy. Uh, he's so, uh, he, Canada beat Austria. So that was big. And Donovan got a goal in game one. If you saw that he was trailing the play, it was a great looking goal. Nice pass by uh Perfetti there who plays in uh, Manitoba. So Oh, yeah, and buried his opportunity. So it's it's great to see him uh, have that opportunity to to represent Canada. It, it's you know a lot of people in the U.S. don't understand the significance of the World Junior Tournament, uh, but in Canada, uh, where hockey is tenfold, uh, a huge honor. And his he was extremely excited. His family was extremely excited and, and proud. His mom was uh, they interviewed his mom. You can just see the Saw that yeah the thrill, like they're genuine, just the genuine, you know, the amateurism, the, the importance it means to them and just the, the fun that they're having with it. It's refreshing. And he's been a great, uh, you know, for a young kid that the, for all intents and purposes by the rules, he's only allowed to play for the Griffins this year because he played a requisite number of games in the American league last year, uh, for a kid of his youth and experience, uh, He's come in here and had a, you know, his, his confidence is getting stronger. It's getting better. I hope this tournament, similar to what Joe Valeno did, uh, will goes out to World Juniors and shows that has a good showing over and comes back and takes that confidence and, and hits the ground running when he comes back here. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, we're, we're watching, we're cheering, and a lot of prospects for Detroit are playing in that tournament. But uh, we've been seeing a lot of those kids. So when you see Donovan, guys that you have here and you're more intimately involved with on a daily basis, uh, it, it's awesome to see. So we're cheering from afar. And, you know, if and when they play the U.S., I got to make a decision as to who I'm cheering for. Right, right. 
Uh, when, <laughs> speaking of youth and, and young players, uh, watching Moritz Sider play in Grand Rapids and you coach Moritz Sider. And mm-hmm. then uh, last year he was playing in the Swedish league and now he's in, in, in the NHL. Um, he's really, a, I mean, he's a super special player, right? I mean, I mean, is everybody picking up on the same thing about he's uh, uh, extremely rare? Well, Mo's biggest strength and attribute is just, or, or is, it's his enthusiasm, his infectious personality. He's got uh, just got a vibe about him that you want to you want to root for the kid. He works hard, uh, great attitude, great work ethic, uh, and on top of that, he's a pretty darn skilled special player. And he's not afraid to make mistakes. He cut his teeth down here a little bit, and then obviously the league being shut down is a great experience for him to go play over in Sweden. Uh, I think both as, as a experience hockey wise, but you know, being on his own as a young kid in a different country, uh, it's strengthened his personality even further. And I think it's matured him as a person further. And I think you see that translate onto the ice. He's, uh, he's just a fantastic, unique player that, uh, I think the Red Wings did a really good job of identifying and grabbing at the right time. Going to be tough to uh, root against Joey Hicketts and Dominic Turgeon in, a, in about a week here. They're coming to Grand Rapids. Uh, for, oh, you'll have yeah, you'll have your field day with them on uh, at the appropriate times. But <laughs> yeah, those guys uh, again, like we again, big turnover this year. We lost. They didn't lose. Uh, you know, just a changeover, and that happens in the American League. You know, you Legos. lost guys like Joe Hicketts, Dominic Turgeon, Dylan McElrath. Uh, you know, other guys graduated to Detroit. So, you know, we saw those guys uh, last time in Iowa and uh, those are guys that have been here for four or five years. So this was a, really, for me, the first year that I've been here where those guys haven't been here. So it was a little bit, uh, you know, nice. different. Yeah. But uh, you know, those guys are, are just fantastic guys. And they helped, you know, when we won in 2017, they were big pieces of that. And to help build the culture that we've tried to establish here and maintain here, uh, you know, it's sorely missed. And I, I'm sure they're applying what they learned in their experiences here and, and helping Iowa uh, cultivate their own kind of right on, right on uh, final word, Jason, do you have any uh, one sentence uh, stuff you can pass along to the coach words of encouragement to maybe catch them at a beer league game or check out your podcast. Hey, absolutely, man. Um, you know, maybe the future will bring us uh, having another conversation on just chirping. That would be uh, fantastic and, and definitely give us a leg up on, uh, you know, some of the comp. But, um, hey, man, uh, again, huge fan. I'm actually going to be paying more attention now just because of, you know, getting to uh, read up on you in this interview and stuff. So good luck, dude. Keep doing what I you appreciate do. appreciate it, man. Thanks. Yeah, and uh, Jane, or you can flip my info to, to Jason and – Steph, and I'd be happy to come on. Yeah, here. Uh, well, what I'll do is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass them over to Streetle, and I'll put in a good word and uh and that because the the Griffins they're always like, oh, you gotta come through us. I'm like, no problem, no problem. I don't yep. want to step on your toes, but uh, I'll definitely do that. Stefan, final word. Uh, thanks for coming on with us, and uh, check out justchirpin.com. Um, go do. Irish and uh, go Griffins. Beautiful. All right, coach, thanks, coach. I appreciate thank you. you. I'll see you thanks, Friday. Ben. Zayner, can I ask one question first? Please do. Like your dogs haven't moved. Like that, if that doesn't epitomize like owners and their dogs, like that is you right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is uh, O'Neal. That's O'Neill. He's son, and that's Bruce. And you know what? I'm not kidding you. We got him when Bruce Ramsey was an assistant coach in Grand Rapids, 
And we named him after Bruce Ramsey. I'm not kidding you. And in fact, if he gets in trouble, you'll hear Bruce Ramsey. They actually call <laughs> it named after Rammer. Oh, that's <laughs> the next one is going to be named Ben Simon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 what is your nickname? Is it Benji? Benji. Like that's no. a mean. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. What do they call uh, you? Benner? Benner? Benny? I mean, not a, Benny? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> hockey players are real clever. Yeah. Hey, Zini, hey, uh, Smitty, yeah. Smith is Smitty. Uh, put, put, put a Y on the end of it. Put a Y on the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like, y what's, it yeah. what's yeah. an easy solution? No. All right, boys. Thank you. All right, Thanks, gentlemen. Guys. Enjoy your days. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Bye bye. Take yeah. question. Uh, Jay, uh, we could upload that right to our just chirp and could we not just give uh, yes. Eric Sane credit for that? So we could definitely post it so, on our own. So uh, right? just so that everybody's clear, our agreement, is, of course not. No, I've already cleared it with Zane. Uh, everything that we're doing together, we have it's a um, collective. Yes. We, we can okay. have all of that audio. Well, we have the rights to it as well. Yes. So we can also roll his long form introduction. So whenever Zane has a new advertiser uh, in bed with him, basically, um, he will do a long form f- three to five minute intro where he goes in depth about the sponsor okay. and, um, keep an eye out too, because, uh, we've already, we've got the wheels in motion that, uh, the four of us can jump on, uh, one of his shows and he can ask us a little bit more about us personally and our collective group as just chirping. So that'll be coming out and we'll be sure to put that on our side too. Um, you know, a a big thanks to Zane. Yeah. We paid for, for this, but pay to play buddy. You got to pay to play. Just like like hockey. Just like beer league. You pay to play. Technically we paid for him to say our name. We did not pay for him to put us in an innie with Ben Simon, which I think that was cool. You know, that was Stella. That's class right there. Well, he, 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 I, sorry to interrupt. You're going on a roll, but I got to say he, he put all this in motion before we even sent a dime to him. Right. You know, he still hasn't been paid. He reached out. He goes, Hey, I'm, I'm on with Ben Simon. You guys should just come on. You guys know a hell of a lot more than hockey. You know, did he go to us a ton? No, not, not a ton. Jay, you really proved that one. Oh, hey, listen, (laughs) you guys know on the show, I'm not the hockey guy, right? I love the game. But uh, I don't know. I don't know crap about the about the guys who have played it in the professional level. And I was not gonna get asked a question of which I couldn't answer without that being known. And two, I'm just not gonna. I'm not the pretender to pretend I knew a lot. I wanted him to know that I researched what I researched, and that because of that research, I became a fan of his. Well, you were prepared for the the interview. Yeah, I and, did like. A, and you were I probably did, overly, prepared, overly for, prepared for our little bit mm-hmm. in the interview. Uh, but this is a tremendous thing for just chirping to have. Um, such, you know, we're talking Grand Rapids, uh, you know, former NHL player, current head coach of an AHL team. He, he had a game, uh, coached with the, the Red Wings. He's going to be in the NHL in in my lifetime, maybe not yours so much, Brent, but definitely in my <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> so I think this is a big get for the just chirping podcast. And, um, I, th- I think I speak for us all when I say that, uh, I mean, we're just tickled pink to have, have, have him on. Dude, it's awesome. I, so wish that I didn't have troubles getting on the show because honestly, I couldn't figure out the zoom. And as soon as I signed in, he said, Hey Jay, I'm going to come to you in a second. And I was like, wait, what? I don't even know what the hell we're talking about. I don't know what questions have been asked. I was nervous. I told on myself right away. Oh yeah. Um, and then I, you know, my heart was going and then there was this beeping in my ears and I couldn't hear anything. And I listening back, 
I can laugh at myself and say I wish I would have said some different things or done things differently, but for the most part, I thought it was awesome. I don't know if Ben Simon and the Griffins go get their skate detailing, tape, and accessories from On Your Game Pro Shop, but you guys should check them out. Perfect. You guys want to touch on some hockey talk, or do we want to wrap well, it up? Well, let's, uh, you know, we're running long on time. I say we just run through the captions if anyone's got yeah. something yeah. they want to say about it, but there are some things I think are worthy of, of mentioning. Yeah, we got a, break, break, a little bit of breaking news uh, regarding the World Juniors. It was announced today that uh, due to uh, some COVID protocol and lack of players being uh, eligible to play, they have canceled uh, the duration or the rest of the uh, the World Juniors. So shortening the quarantine time frame uh, down from 10 days to five per CDC guidelines isn't enough to keep this going for him for Appa- asymptomatic people. Uh, yeah, it's it's really weird. I don't have all the details, but God, you know, you make a fine point. Like, you know, if there's no symptoms, remember when there was no symptoms and you could still go about and do whatever. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I so love or want to comment on this, but uh, I'm just going to. And don't work hard. <laughs> Fair enough. And then it's frustrating. So a little bit more on the same lines of this, um, Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins kind of went on uh, and, and made some detrimental comments uh, towards the NHL and its um, relationship with the IIFC um, regarding the uh, the pullback from NHL players uh, attending this year's uh, Olympic Games in February. Um he basically, you know, to kind of put it in a nutshell or nutshell rather, um, he, he had said that uh, it was it was agreed upon in the collective bargaining that the players would be able to attend the Olympics. And he, he brought in a, a heck of a, a lot of good points about the fact that um, a lot of players are nearing the end of their their uh, comp- competitive side for the Olympics or they're aging out and, and making room for new younger players. We don't have many, how many more Olympics we can do it coming around uh, every four years and every four years, there's a big debate whether or not uh, Gary Bettman's and the owner ownerships of the teams are going to allow these players to play uh, and represent their, their country. So he kind of, kind of socked him in the face a little bit. And if you want my opinion, not that you asked for it, I'm going to give it to you regardless. I, I say, like, I don't really care for Brad, but um, absolutely, he, he he didn't but, say anything that I can, I can possibly find a reason to disagree. Yeah, he with. told me about this tonight, and the only thing that came across my mind is like, did we just become best friends? Right. <laughs> I, I I I totally agree uh, with Brad Marchand on this. Um, first of all, if I was not gonna do the Olympics as a player of the NHL, it wouldn't it wouldn't be. Uh, it would be way bigger than this single incident. I mean, this whole COVID. And I was going to say, I think we should just boycott the Olympics yes, altogether. I, I, thank you for boycott Beijing. Way, way better than I was about to. I would have just boycotted the whole Olympics. I would, I, all U.S. All U.S. Boycott, needs to be yes. pulled. Mm-hmm. The China right virus. Now, right. Right. Yeah. And so just, and just walk away. You don't have that. <laughs> you just China. don't have. Sure. There you go. China. So, you so I mean, um, <laughs> You, did you want to add more? No, I know. Oh, I, I, I was just, just going to move on. No, it's it, no. I, I kind of wanted to touch on this a little bit. It's, it's it, the whole the whole thing is not a virus issue. This is a political issue. This is an economic issue. This is a global issue. It's bigger than it just being a virus. Yes, what that's what yep. I'm getting at. This, in my opinion, should be a full boycott 
of the United States. The United States should not be going into uh, the Olympics there in China at all this year. I don't care what sport you play. We should, as a country, walk away. And anybody that they goes over there. They should postpone it. Just like not they postpone, did the no walk away, postpone it, and and oh, you mean just in general? Yeah, yeah. If they oh, want to no, have the Olympics, away. go ahead. If they want to have the Olympics, have the Olympics. We ain't coming. Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, no, this is this is me. This is uh, kind of almost quote unquote maybe like a, a wartime bo- boycott. Like you know, we you should know. have boycotted in 1936, and we didn't. I thank you. You're actually you just made one of the biggest points that I was trying to allude to. Oh, we got the history guys over here. What? That was the Berlin um, Olympics under Hitler and the Nazis. Mm. Totally correct. So that'd be a good one. Just based on what was going on worldwide, that's what what you're saying. Yeah, when you have an authoritarian regime and stuff that's about ready to wreak havoc or already did on the world, you know, you need to be held accountable. You know, at what point? I just want to question this because I I don't want to say I disagree or agree. I honestly, because I don't know where I stand on it, but I am questioning in a in a time where there's crisis whether it be a war or exactly what's going on right now is the answer to boycott because of what's being done on the other side or is the answer to say hey here's something that's going to keep us keep the flame going (laughs) in sense again here's here look for the for the viewers keep the flame going of peace oh oh no 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 hang on what piece? Well, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Thank you very much. Somewhat. The second part of this is, and, and unfortunately, yes, I have, I've had a few beers. I am going to say, if you don't think we're at war, then you are naive, son. It's, no, no, I'm not saying we're not at war. It, but the... It started two years ago. And, and why would you go over there, fund and endorse and promote a country that has literally have, we have proof that, has wreaked this havoc upon us. I, why, why financially give them any advantage, advantage, whether it's sponsors, whether it's players, whether it's anything? I, you know what? I am not. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to watch the Olympics. I'm not going to be a part of the Olympics. Screw that, man. USA I must say away. though, they kind of failed. Uh, well, yes. And when, no. Well, when you. Um, you know, are trying to release a virus on the world so that you can take it over. And you get it from Wish, and you get something with a ninety nine point nine nine recovery rate. Not to dismiss no. any of the hundreds of thousands of needless deaths and stuff that have happened, but um, the biggest thing though on boycotting the Olympics is that Beijing's hosting them. If it were any other country that were hosting them, and China were were to still show up and stuff, that'd be fine. Um, but it's the fact that Beijing is hosting them. Right. One hundred percent out. I am. Majorly disappointed uh, with with all with all of it. To be honest, like if they're gonna cancel these kids from playing in the junior hockey championship and sit there and say, hey, you know what, we we can't be a part of this because because COVID and blah 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 blah. You know what? If you really want to protect our athletes, you really want to protect our country, then don't send them the fuck over there. Keep them here. Why go over there, especially NHL players? I don't, I don't know where they stand and all that. But isn't it supposed to be like a twenty-day quarantine if any mm-hmm. of them become positive yeah, over there? there? What's that do to our economy? What does that do our to our NHL? Well, it just it hurts the, for on the ownership standpoint. Not good because they're not playing in the lineup. They're not you know winning game. Or, you know whatever. Well, but I'm not going to a fucking them, game if my star is not going to be there either. Right. I, I get that, but for them, they're looking at it like, well, what is the difference is 
if I have to quarantine for X amount of days here in the States, I can't be in the lineup and I'm not getting paid or I have to quarantine over there. I still want to play and wear that red, white, and blue jersey one time in my career. I mean, I can see both sides. Yeah, and, I, and there are sacrifices need to be made. Hey, call me neutral, Nate, on this. Sure, but I always ride that line in the middle. Uh, not, you know. Again, I yes, I have a mic. I have a mountain. I didn't have a mountain. I had a microphone. Well, you don't have Relax. a sand. We, so, we, not we have a, a voice for fourteen. Sand. I'm we, drawing a line. In well, the yeah, sand. And that's we what have I'm a voice for fourteen listeners. So. I'm <laughs> I'm not going to say that I'm going to draw hey, a hard Neville, line. Come down over there, Mr. I Chamberlain. More than understand. I more than understand both sides of the point. I have yet to decide where I'm at. Now, that's not because I'm teeter-tattering. I haven't put enough brain power into even thinking about it to choose a mm-hmm. side. I totally agree with you on your decision, but then I try to – I always see – I'm the guy who always has to play devil's advocate and ask myself, okay. Well, yeah, that's what makes a, a, a good ar- personal right. argument because if you can't even see the other side, yes. how, how can you be open-minded How can you be to open-minded, it, right? And know? that's where I say to myself, you know, I totally understand. If it's straight up about – uh, you know, the virus and possibly getting our people sick. Well, then, yeah, hey, we're pulling out this year. We'll be back in Well, four not years. even that. Uh, there's also the human rights abuse that they have over there with the forced labor camps, you know, that your wonderful uh, woke Nike corporation and stuff right, are so having their sneakers made at, as well as the uh, suppression of religion and stuff over yeah, there, yes. both Christian um, and Muslims with the Uruguays or the, um, yeah. There is so In the concentration many, camps and but stuff. But that's been going on, I mean, Let's, let's be no, honest. No, but now we have a chance to actually stand up, rise and up, and it. stuff. We've always had that. We've always had that chance. Let's be honest. Russia. I mean, any other country, period, that's not America, has got faults in their ways that they do things. We so, have ours. But yeah, now is now ours. the time we have to ours. make a stance. Absolutely. And, yes. is, and is now Absolutely. the time because now more than ever is when stances are being made or I guess, you know, this is a conversation that could keep Brent here for another hour. You know, yeah, we, he's got should, ice to work on. And I, <laughs> yeah, but you know what, when I, when up. I believe in something, I, you know what, fuck the ice. It's going to melt. Right, right, melt right. By well, Saturday. I don't want to keep you, but, but in all honesty, like, you know, is, uh, is we got just, six months before the Olympics. We can touch on this is again. It just and that, China's like, going to fuck up again between well, yeah. now and then. I so. say, you know, we, let's come back to this. Can one. we, can we come back to this? Cause let's jump onto the winter classic. Let's back. Because then let us figure, Figure out the date when we're going to come back to that, and I am going to be really tuned up for that <laughs> night. Well, let's do some research. We could even talk about it next week. Yeah, I would like to do some more research. Do, do yeah. you listeners think you want to hang tight and we uh, we part? Oh, we'll just surprise them with if it. If you're looking for an answer, you're not going to hear it. Well, we went from a really neutral <laughs> show point. to just jacking things up right now. Let me just like, check the show email real quick. I got to go to bed. Uh, yep, zero unread emails. Uh-huh. <laughs> Weird. Uh, so I just was kind of bringing that up as a, a highlight, but wow, you me out. wow, we really opened up the floodgates. Well, here, you boys. knew that was going to happen. USA. So uh, well, there really hasn't been a whole lot going on in the NHL or the AHL. It, it's been kind of a slowdown with Christmas time. I mean, the East Coast is probably experiencing this as well. The East Coast League that is, um, but uh, you know the the New Year celebration. You've got a, a few bowl games going on on uh, on Friday afternoon, evening. Uh, bowl games start at noon, and they go all night long. So you can watch that on TV and then catch the ball drop, get a little little nap in, and then wake up uh, the next morning, and you got bowl games all day long. And it's um, bookended with the uh, Winter Classic scheduled for 7 p.m. on Saturday night. Who's that between? And that's in Minnesota, between Minnesota and St. Louis. Oh, nice. And uh, it's tentative because obviously we're in a roller coaster of 
postponement based on the current. Uh, um, yeah, we might as well cancel our own shit instead of like the Olympics in China. Well, that and that's the reason <laughs> no, that they pulled the players back was to make up the games during that Olympic break. So, um, fingers crossed that we got some hockey to watch on on Saturday night. Uh, good old pond hockey outdoors, kind of reminiscent of uh, FTK Ice Center, rather. And um, how great is that? that the St. Louis Blues are playing, and the logo. Doc. For FTK is a little bit of a, a twisted of uh, St. Louis blue logo. It's a shout out for to St. Louis. A shout out to Doc. Mm-hmm. Yep, it yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. So with that, we'll bid you adieu and call her a night. Uh, does anybody else have anything to add before I get into this? You know. Oh, here we go. Kind of, oh. a, kind of a, just a quick thing. I had. Oh, you quick did research? Go no, I had a beer. quick. I had a. I had some guy message me. That's why I had to walk away for those who are watching. Um, I had to walk away for a minute. This fella from my hometown shot a deer. He must butt up next to our property, so he reached to me on Facebook. Said, "Hey, I shot a deer and ran onto your property. Yeah. Do you mind? Is it okay?" And I said, "You know what, man? Honestly, like I'm okay with it, but I, it's not mine to say. It's my dad's." And I said, "Let me let me reach out to him." And um, you know, and I'm getting kind of nervous because I'm like, "Man, this guy's not gonna listen. To me. He's just gonna go on the property." And me and my dad are getting ready for predator hunting, which starts in a couple days. And so like he's been prepping the property so he don't want nobody over there right roaming around you might get caught in a bear trap especially during careful. this hour right like mm-hmm. during this night is... when they're moving around yep. so i'm like listen man i call my dad he's, hell no he's not answering and i said listen man i'm gonna just here's my suggestion is you just wait i text him he, he gets up early he'll text you in the morning he'll probably come over there with his ranger he'll probably help you find it and help you pull it out of there. He'll probably drop it off at your front and door drop it you. off on your front door for you. So he goes, you know what, man, I really appreciate that. I got the tomorrow. I got tomorrow off. I'm a hunt in the morning. I'll just uh, touch bases with him in the morning. And he didn't even press the issue. He actually sent awesome. me some pictures of some bucks that he saw over there wondering if I had seen them. Um, so I was a little distracted through the show. So I apologize, but I just wanted to say, you know what, man, that's like, whoops, Ooh, restoring faith in humanity. Like you that's know, super cool. I will, yeah. I will definitely touch on that. You know, I am not a hunter. My dad is a major hunter. And I do remember as a kid, my dad saying the same thing. He's like, Hey, if that shoots, it, it runs over there. Just don't go looking. We got to make some phone calls. And back, you know, back then, you know, a phone call, Matt, you made it, made a five mile hike. <laughs> right, yeah, you had to walk and knock on the front door and say, hey, man. Absolutely. But he, uh, that's awesome to hear a story about somebody uh, respecting the old, old time rules. Yeah. Not just going, just not yeah. going. And, on and, and an older fella, uh, he got to me on Facebook so I could see his face. You know, an older gentleman. Yeah. I'm not going to say old, but older. Yeah, like somebody like me. I get it. I would say probably in his 50s, but uh, <laughs> just super cool, man. You know, not, not a lot of people do that anymore. Yeah. No, they they don't nice. usually they just walk yeah. over there trash your shit and leave oh yeah That's he's a little tad bit to share he sent me a little uh a little beer glass uh tunkin emoji and said have a good night you know just cool man you I, know, you know what, what the best part about this story is is your dad's gonna find the deer and you're gonna it. send him a message and say nope i don't want <laughs> no you on my deer. property and then just send him a picture of it <laughs> right right <laughs> no all skin all ready oh, to go yeah. processing it you want i guess uh, on that uh so back when my dad Way back, yeah, I think he started hunting in his 30s. Never had been hunting before, but just decided to, you know, buy a gun and go sit out in the woods. Shot a deer. Props to him. First time out there. Yeah. I went out a few times. Never shot at a deer. Shot another thing. Well, yeah. Um, but hit the deer, and it ended up running onto some guy's property. Same thing. As he was walking up to the door to knock and tell him that, you know, hey, you know, 
farmer came out and he's like, Hey, yeah, we saw the deer ran out there. The hunter, the farmer actually went out there with my dad, um, helped him locate the deer and showed him how to dress it and stuff. Oh, Instead of going fantastic. through the little, like, you know, field glove, um, kit that you buy at Meyer or whatever that, you yeah. know, gives you the little diagram and stuff. So, you know, That's be cool. respectful. It'll probably turn out well for you. Always. And yeah, you won't absolutely. get shot. It's, it's the worst yeah. when you are <laughs> sitting there in a tree and all of a sudden some idiots walking through your freaking stand on your property looking yeah. for a bucky shot. There's nothing more frustrating. Yeah. You got ice to do. I do have ice to do. We shutting this down, Jay. With that being said, Stefan, let's have it. Thank you for tuning in. Jump back to epi number six to hear from our buddy Bill Russ when he sat in for me on the broadcast. Remember to like, follow, subscribe so you never miss a fresh new epi. We'll see you at the rink. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome to the show. It's called Trippin', yo. And trippin' is what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'll be chirping too. So I started this show with my good friend and my crazy ass cousin. So we get on these mics and we chirp all night. Cuz we're chirping to you. So pull up a chair and grab a brew and listen to chirping.